It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books. If we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that listeners, if you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of romaine.com today. Heard that nation. How you doing? Thank you for listening today from the United States and around the world. <sighs> I want to talk about all the exciting things that happened in the past several days with some major upsets that happened in college football, uh, last night's Monday night football game, which was one for the ages for the Ravens. I mean, once you, you think that Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are out down and out after the Colts basically own this game for literally more than half of the, of the game itself. And just he's just a, a, a wizard with that football, and now they have a four and one record coming back from a twenty. They were twenty two to three at halftime, twenty two to three at halftime to come all the way back and win in overtime. It was an incredible Monday night game uh, for those that stayed up and watched it. Watched it. It was it was absolutely amazing. I want to talk about how Texas A and M just shocked the world in the last few seconds and uh, beat Alabama 
and uh, so many other things. Uh, Baltimore, I'm sorry, not Baltimore, but the Boston Red Sox uh, clinching the uh, going to the AL uh, Championship Series uh, with a win over the Tampa Bay Rays um, and all of that that has happened there. But again, this is a fan base show and it's about the fans and I do what's trending, uh, the hottest thing that's trending on, on social media and everybody and the media and, and then some is talking about the one man and one man only and that is John Gruden who was uh, yesterday during the um, Monday Night Football game had resigned as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders uh, for emails that he had sent that were, uh, I, I, I can't even, I'm, here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to, uh, I'm going to talk about my views and the views that I saw of the fans uh, online, but I'm not going to be using the colorful language that he used because they were homophobic, uh, misogynistic. Basically, he bashed um, gays, he bashed women, um, he, he had said uh, deplorable things um, about DeMarie Smith. Uh, in, in these emails, and people have said, and I read it over and over again online, uh, the one email that did start the stir of all this when he had called DeMarie Smith uh, a, a horrible name that I will not say on here um, in reference to his lips. And... He had, uh, Gruden had said that, you know, when he says that what people don't tell the truth, that he calls them rubber lips, whatever the case is. I mean, he, sure thing, you know, John, that, that's, your, that's your opinion, so be it. But then it gets, it gets more detailed offensive throughout a seven-year uh, stretch. And the first emails was when he was an employee at ESPN, um, which I enjoyed them on there at ESPN, about the Monday Night Football when he was calling the games, with um, Mike Tirico at the time, who now works at NBC. And ironically enough, uh, Mike Tirico and then Tony Dungy that Sunday night before uh, Monday Night Football game, they were defending John Gruden, you know, the past of the past. Um, you know, he made a mistake. He took ownership over it. Everything else, he admitted he was sorry and everything. And then uh, brilliantly written, and I hope that you all take the time to pull up the article that I had to read a couple of times just to make sure that I saw all the clarity of what this man did and said in these emails. And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to say something about someone, I, I, and, and I learned this growing up um, from relatives as well as people there in the neighborhood that I grew up in, if you're going to say something and you want to... Uh, tell it like it is, uh, it would be proper enough to say it to their face. Now, whatever repercussions and consequences you face afterwards, that is on your call. But please realize this, that if you're going to send an email, stuff gets traced, especially if, in an, and it doesn't matter if it's a company email, your email, your personal email, whatever the case is. Um, with his, he was uh, sending these horrible emails to Bruce Allen, who was the former president of the Washington football team, then back then the Washington um, Redskins, which that whole thing was just a toxic environment to begin with. So you got two men sending toxic emails to one another and thinking there is nothing uh, wrong with it. Um, I, I, I have questions on this, and this is why I'm jumping on here, because I have another show that I'm going to be recording with an amazing guest that's coming on that y'all will hear about his incredible story. 
But I just wanted to come in here briefly and just, just go through uh, some of the questions I have. And I would love to get a person's take on this, especially someone who has played football and been in the locker room with a coach. And if you have been uh, on a team where, you know, it was a great, you know, great chemistry, everybody got along, you know, the leadership was great and all that, I would like to hear your take about it. Or was it just a complete opposite? I want to hear your take about it. Heard that with Marisa.com. I have a comment section on my website. I definitely want to hear your take about it. But Gruden has sent messages, and this is a brilliant article written in the New York Times uh, by Ken Bilson and uh, Katie Rossman. They go in detail of every single email that uh, they had discovered, they had found, uh, which led up to Gruden's resignment, ironically, on Monday Night Football. Um, and I'll get to that in a moment. But let me start with this. Let me start with his, his resignation, his statement that came in in the Las Vegas Raiders had posted the end quote from John Gruden. I have resigned as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry I never meant to hurt anyone. Now, here's the thing. I always prepare for these shows and I always write notes and I always, you know, do the research and everything else, especially when I have guests on or I'm talking about a particular topic that's trending, uh, that fans have talked about. I've talked to fans uh, throughout uh, different things that I bring up here on the, on the show, on the podcast, on the platform. This, this, this right here, I, I just wanted to bring my, my questions, my take on it, because I, I, I'm just taken aback. Um, I have not, you know, I don't know John Gruden. I've never been in the locker room, never was there in the media press, all this other stuff. Seeing them coach on TV, seeing him take the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks years ago to um, the, um, the Super Bowl, and they won. Mind you, mind you, that I think that it was Tony Dungy's team that you won with, but, you know, that's here nor there. Um, so, you know, Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, uh, has, you know, accepted his resignation, and Rich Basaggia who is the Raiders special team coordinator. He is the interim head coach for, uh, for now, okay? So, you know, good luck to them because if you had saw what I saw on Sunday, um, the Raiders team that got pretty much mollywhomped by the Chicago Bears um, with Justin Fields and then, you know, a little bit of Andy Dalton, I believe it was 23-9 or 22-9. If you saw the body language, and that's what I pay attention to, especially with this first email that came out um, with Gruden using colorful language, talking about Demora Smith. Um, if you saw the body language on the sideline and everything else, the only person that basically was communicating back and forth to him, like, you know, they were chumming it up and always do like coach and player was Derek Carr. Um, everybody else, it seemed like that they were distant, distoffish, uh, that this whole thing that was looming around the franchise, around their now ex-head coach, uh, it bothered them. It bothered them. They had questions. I'm sure they did. Um, for this man to use this kind of colorful language in an email and everything. Um, and, and then, you know, the news broke about more emails that were discovered and, and, and that right there. Here's the thing that I, I want to bring up that I, and I can go, you know, piece by piece in this article, but I suggest that you find it, you know, in the New York times.com. Uh, I mean, it's going to pop up immediately because it's the number one thing that's trending right now, uh, about Gruden's resign, uh, that he resigned from, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Here's the part that I, 
I find fascinating is the last part of his statement. I'm sorry I never meant to hurt anyone. I'm sorry I never meant to hurt anyone. So, sir, you were comfortable with emails of another person that you were chumming it up with who was comfortable going back and forth with you to talk about Roger Goodell in a derogatory way, to talk about Demora Smith in a derogatory way about his lips. It was okay for you to talk about um, that he should have put pressure, that Goodell should have put pressure on Jeff Fisher, who then was the head coach of the Rams, about him selecting uh, Michael Smith, or not, sorry, Michael Smith, uh, Sam, um, oh my goodness, Michael Sam, there we go, uh, the, he came from uh, Missouri, that wasn't uh, the first openly gay player to be selected, so you wanted the pressure from Goodell to, uh, for him to interfere with that and for Jeff Fisher not to select him. You wanted, uh, and that was in 2014, mind you, and you had someone on your team at the time now still playing for the Raiders, Carl Nassib. I, I just, I just, who, who is, who had, had, I'm trying to find the words to this because this is so much to process and I don't know, it's just, my emotions right now are mixed with confused, anger, how did this go on for so long? Why is this coming out now? It's, it's amazing to me because this man wrote the first uh, damaging email when he was an employee at ESPN. And, I mean, we've all been following ESPN for a while and certain things that have happened, unfortunately, in the last several months. And I still watch ESPN, you know, some of the shows that are on there, you know, on Saturday uh, when they have college game day and everything else, you know, I'm a huge fan of. And I've said it several times uh, on the show. But how is this after so long is coming to light? And how is this man sitting there saying that he never meant to hurt anyone? But you were free with it, sir. You were free of saying the words that you wanted to say. You never meant to hurt anyone because you, you, it, they, they now came out. You never meant to hurt anyone because you never said it to their face. You never meant to hurt anyone because you were comfortable. And I hate saying this, but it was just like you were comfortable in your white privilege. You were comfortable... And in the power and the position that you were in to flex your powerful muscle, Gruden, and to say those things. So when I look at a statement and saying that you're leaving because you don't want to cause a distraction and that you uh, love the organization and that uh, you're sorry that you didn't mean to hurt anybody, I, I don't, I, that's a head scratcher to me because... You had, you had said some damaging things, and this is, where, this is where my concern comes in, is that these players, these players had a, a phenomenal respect for you. You all were on Hard Knocks a couple seasons ago, and they respected everything that you said, the whole knock on, knock on wood if you hear me, and knock three times if you hear me, or whatever that thing was when you were talking about a point and trying to bring your players in to understand and have this winning mentality uh, that you were trying to build uh, around there in um, before y'all had transitioned to Las Vegas. 
in, at the time you were in Los Angeles. So that part right there to me is 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 just fascinating because you never meant to hurt anybody. And then this, the next part of the next question I have is the the emails that were going back and forth to Alan that were that were that were kept under kept in wraps and just it, it was kept under wraps for so long and to flex their muscles of power like i said and to think it is okay and to go in front of and here's the thing to go before the faces of these people of all different races, of all th- different backgrounds, of all different, and another thing too. Side note: He didn't. He didn't. Was not a fan of the concussion protocol protocol procedures for these players, so that they uh, can feel safe or be safe, or you know, something happens to them, did he feel protected? Because we don't. You know, it's. I'm a football fan, and there's many of them around the world. But at the end of the day, we don't want these doggone players to, like, lose memory of their life after getting knocked in the head so many doggone times. And also, double side note, he was not a fan of women being referees in the National Football League. But you didn't mean to hurt anyone. That, that right there, that, that's just, to me, just like an oxymoron. Emphasis on the moron part. And so when I, when I read this article and I saw this, the emails that he was passing, it was like the good old boys club. And it was also people that, um, of power from different backgrounds of restaurants and, and different businessmen that were all chumming it up and passing back these emails and laughing amongst themselves and everything else. When does this end? And here's, here's another thing, too, that I have a question about. Who else knew? Who else knew about what he said, about what he says behind closed doors? Not just an email, but he had to freely say this stuff without typing it down. Because, listen, racism uh, and, and derogatory comments, you don't need to involve it in the email. You just freely say it and feel comfortable about it. And your audience that's right there, that's not saying anything. Now, again, I don't know if it's out of fear that they was like, oh, my gosh, why is this man saying what he's saying? Or why is he acting the way he's acting? I don't know if it was a fear issue, if he said it aloud in front of them, or, uh, you know, that he may have threatened jobs and all this stuff. Because here's the thing, more of this is going to come out, okay? It wasn't just, you know, and God bless him for the work he does, because I I mentioned it on Twitter, I don't think he ever sleeps, and this was broken by Adam Schefter uh, last night uh, on Monday Night Football when they went to halftime, and he was breaking it down in detail of John Gruden's resignment. But... People knew. People knew about this. Okay? We were not dumb. He can't be the only one that knew about this whole stretch of emails or comments and all of that there for the past seven years and probably further back than that. Okay? Let's, let's just keep it 100. Keep it real. Okay? What, who else knew? Who, what was the captive audience? Who else is hiding behind it? Because I promise you this. There's more people that know about this, and they were in these high places of coach, assistant coaches, businessmen, and all this other stuff. You know, now, you know, all of them are probably trying to go to the shredder or try to hit the delete file and everything else. People are going to start talking. 
And people were going to continue to talk. And people were going to say what they're going to say about Gruden, about the good old boys club, about other people that knew about this. And people are going to be exposed. And there's going to be a lot of jobs that are going to be shifted in the NFL or elsewhere because of the fact Gruden is not the only one that did this. He's not. He's a big, well-known name with a 10-year contract of $100 million. Now people were asking on uh, Twitter, what's going to happen with the money? Are they going to end up paying him all this? Let the lawyers figure that out. Money is money. Okay? And another thing, too, his son is on the Raiders team, I believe, as a trainer. So if I was him, I'd check him, too. And him to still be on the Raiders organization... Everybody's going to be looking at that guy with a side eye. So if I was him, I would leave as well. Sorry, not sorry. So that, that's also the question that I have as well is, is that. And then, you know, the money situation, whatever. But how, I, I appreciate the NFL now and I'm not going to use any ill will or judgment because they're now, you know, making steps uh, forward, taking steps forward to make the NFL, you know, more uh, diverse and, and more to where they, you know, any issues of your background or race or gender or all of that, they're trying to make it be where it is a safe space uh, for those to come forward if any kind of harassment or any kind of words that are used towards players, towards coaches, coaches of players, players of coaches, that sort of thing. Um, and, and, they're, and they're trying to make it be where representation matters. If you look at the end of uh, um, many of the arenas when they're on TV and uh, they have the NFL logo on there and, you know, it says Black Lives Matter and representation matters and all of that and uh, football is family. They're trying to get everyone to see that the NFL is doing their part to make sure that everybody is included, that everybody has a voice, and that um, that football is truly family. It's just sad to me that this well-known coach is, is, has done this. Now, I was, I was watching First Take, and I was uh, listening to Keyshawn. Keyshawn was on the... the um, Super Bowl winning team with the Tampa Bay Bucks when Gruden was the head coach and his his words uh, you can you can feel the frustration you can feel the hurt and his was he knew how aggressive Gruden was but just shocked at the fact that all of this and what he said in detail about um, different genders and races and gays and and women and the misogynistic homophobic slurs. Uh, it shocked him. Randy Moss was very emotional about it because he felt that this was taking a step back. And this was at the time when, um, several days ago, when Gruden was still employed as, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Here's the last question that I have. And then, I, again, I, I invite open dialogue because this is what the show is all about. Um, I heard that with Marisa.com. I, I appreciate people's uh, comments that have already came through, and I, I appreciate that. Um, was Mark Davis going to fire him? I saw a comment from Desmond Howard, the great Desmond Howard, uh, Heisman Trophy winner from University of Michigan, now is on College Game Day as uh, part of the uh, analyst for College Games. 
he said it perfectly well in one statement. He said, they let him resign, SMH. Was Mark Davis going to fire him? He landed there in Las Vegas, met with Gruden. They had a, they said, an emotional conversation, whatever that meant, and that Gruden resigned. And that Mark Davis accepted his, his resignation. I don't even know if he was going to get fired, to be honest with you. But let's keep it 100. Was he going to get fired from his job? Was he going to get fired? Was Mark Davis going to pull the trigger on that? I doubt it. I doubt it. But the thing is, I, I just... Oh, my goodness. This, this, this right here is where the NFL... And those that are coaches in that, that locker room have to be better, have to do better. Uh, I think it was Keyshawn or it was Randy Moss or somebody that was on there that had said that the, the locker room is supposed to be that safe space where the guys can go there and, you know, and talk and communicate and get focused for the game and then talk and communicate after the game if it was a win or a loss. But the fact is that they are all a team and they all, you know, are, are there together. Didn't matter of the race and background and gender and so forth. So to see all of this unfold in the news and in the media, what else is happening behind these closed doors? And as I said before, and I know I keep repeating it, but who else knew of all of this that was going on and either condoned it because they were afraid to lose their job or condoned it because it was just, you know, funny and it was it was great, and they go along with it, and they want to feel accepted, and they go along with a good old boys club, and that's who they are. More people are going to be exposed. More people are going to, you know, to, to lose their jobs, and they're going to come forward, and they're going to confess their sins, or someone else is going to do it for them. Someone else is going to do it for them. So I just want to give uh, my two cents about it, and my, I'll end with this. I hope that man never, ever, 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 ever gets another job in the NFL. I hope that he's not getting another analyst job. I hope he does not get a high school job. I hope he does not get a college job. If you all go and hire this man, and hopefully, I don't know, I'm just a person that's talking on this microphone here at my kitchen table, uh, pretending that it's a big, luxurious studio, which is one day I will have to do more shows. I... Don't know if anybody will, it will reach as far as it will on all the podcast outlets. This man should never, ever be hired anywhere again. Never. He has enough money to sit on to think about what he has done and hopefully that he'll do some kind of community service work where he will, you know, go speak at a high school or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his next moves are, but, but. At this moment in particular time, hopefully he just learns a whole lot from this and realize the mess that he made. Maybe he won't, and he'll just feel comfortable in his white privilegedness. I don't know. But two sides of John Gruden that we saw, one of the sides is the real, and the other side was a dog and pony show. So thank you for tuning in today. Appreciate it. Again, if you got comments, uh, drop them in uh, on the website. Heard that with marisa.com. Um, I love open dialogue. I love all the, the mail and uh, the, I don't want to say arguments, but the conversations that I've had with fans. I appreciate it. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Look me up, hit me up, uh, mostly on Twitter because that's where I can, you know, uh, have open dialogue with fans. Lovely Marisa T. 
Uh, so hit me up. I appreciate it. And please be kind to one another, folks. Just please be kind to one another. Take care and stay safe. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is Hurt that, hurt that, hurt that, hurt that, hurt that. Look all you ever gotta say is Hurt that, hurt that, hurt that. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at HeardThatWithMarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at LovelyMarisaT, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is Hurt that, hurt that, hurt that, hurt that, hurt that. Look all you ever gotta say is Hurt that, hurt that.